0: Hey, everybody, welcome to episode five of Batting Practice with Bragan and Panda. Tonight, we got another show for you guys, and we're really excited. We're going to be talking a lot of basketball, some NCAA, some NBA, and a little bit of everything in between. So, Bragan, how are you doing tonight? And super excited to do another episode with you.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited too, man. Sorry it's been so long since we've actually been able to record and post anything to our three loyal fans out there, if we even have that many. Uh, it's just been it's been a busy couple weeks for us, so it's good to be back. I'm ready to jump into things again.
0: Yeah, and let's just start right with NCAA, because that's, I mean, we're all the way to the Final Four. The last time we sort of talked, we were um, not even starting the tournament yet. I can't believe that it's been that long. Um, but we're in the Final Four, and uh, just to recap in case you've missed it, the Final Four teams are... South Carolina and Gonzaga. Um, and then also Oregon and UNC on the other side. So um Bragan, were you kinda of surprised by these or what were your thoughts of the tournament to this this point?
1: Well, is there some kind of tournament going on? <laughs> I I mean I haven't seen Notre Dame play in a while, so I just figured that it was over.
0: They had already won and it was over.
1: Yeah. I hadn't <laughs> watched I haven't seen anything from Notre Dame in a little while. I just figured oh. I'm guessing that there's no more basketball, because why would you play without the Fighting Irish, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just a little butthurt about Notre Dame losing. And after that, some Notre Dame jerseys I ordered a few weeks ago finally came in yesterday, and that was just a real kick to the nuts right there, so... <laughs> I'm just in a pissy attitude about college basketball right now.
0: Kick them while you're down, right?
1: Yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. At least baseball season's coming up, and I can be disappointed about a whole nother team. (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, God. The first round was just really boring and too predictable, I thought. There wasn't any real upsets. That's something that really uh, stuck out to me that we don't see very often. There was the Mid-Tennessee over Minnesota, but Mid-Tennessee was a one-point favorite anyway, so no upset there. We had some 11-over-sixes that most people predicted anyway. Biggest upset, I guess, first round would have been SMU getting taken out by USC, but didn't really matter because the Trojans lost on the— second round anyway i mean things really really got interesting when uh villanova got taken out by wisconsin that was a huge blow that really fucked up my bracket so i'm now that i'm talking about this i'm pretty pissed off about that too now thanks panda
0: <laughs> well i think on the other side um another team that maybe surprised went a little bit farther than a lot of people went was uh michigan Beat Oklahoma State, um, close game there, but then also took out Louisville, which I know probably screwed a lot of people over um, potentially. And then played Oregon tough too before obviously getting eliminated. Um, but I thought that, that that probably screwed up a lot of brackets as well.
1: Um, the biggest bracket buster was South Carolina. Damn. Yeah, yeah. I they, mean, they're still alive too. What? Yeah. Thornwell's just an animal.
0: And then uh, they just
1: know how to turn it on.
0: Yeah, and then Xavier taking out Arizona.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's a little I mean, bit they, of a problem. They blew out FSU too. Yeah. And then they go and edge Arizona, and then they get blown out by the Zags. So I'm really not convinced that Zag is the best team to represent the West, but then again, I'm not so sure about South Carolina and the East either. So yeah, it's it's an interesting one. Yeah. Never thought I'd see South Carolina, Oregon, Zag in the final four.
0: No, I didn't either. But again, South Carolina, I mean, Duke, while good. Uh, I mean, if you're going to beat a two seed, I thought they were the team that would probably get beat out of
1: out of, really? of them. Yeah. I I would have thought Louisville. Actually, in my bracket, I think I had Michigan beating Louisville.
0: Yeah, I, I had that happening too. But I
1: mean, I just thought – I I had South Carolina losing to Marquette, personally.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's one of those things where, I don't know about you, but I just kind of root against Duke most of the time. Um, Yeah. Just because of Grayson Allen and all of that fun stuff. You just kind of like to root against them, you know? They're just...
1: They're rich douchebags, yes. Yeah, pretty much. Continue.
0: Pretty much. And not all of that stems out of my love for um, Carolina, so... (laughs)
1: You wait. You like Carolina?
0: Yeah, North Carolina. Remember we were over this? this last last time.
1: I don't. I don't remember ever going over this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I honestly did not listen to you last podcast.
0: <laughs> oh gee, thanks.
1: I don't now, I think so anyone loving. else did either, so they probably don't know either.
0: Well, in case <laughs> you don't know, Atlanta. I'm a North Carolina basketball fan. Why? Uh it's one of those things where I just grew up watching them and just. Uh, I've followed them ever since. It doesn't make much sense, I know. So but... Why
1: aren't you like an Ohio State fan?
0: I can't stand Ohio State.
1: Who do you root for in football then? Michigan. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? Oh it goes oh, I'm like...
1: Michigan. You're Okay, are you from Ohio? I am from Ohio, yes. Born and raised in Ohio. Yes. And you are somehow a Michigan football fan and a North Carolina basketball fan. Pretty much. Pretty much. What? (laughs) How did that happen? I I don't Uh, know. Somehow managed to stick with the (laughs) Cleveland Indians through thick and thin.
0: And the Cavs.
1: And the Cavs.
0: Because we had some dark years there, too.
1: So when it comes to the pro sports, you're right by your Cleveland yes teams. but when it comes to college you're just um, you're all over the y'all. place no you know what
0: either. it is you know what it is Grr. there are certain colleges that there are kids and coaches when i was growing up that i just could not stand and ohio state football like when i first kind of was interested in sports you know 8 10 like they were um, i think i remember watching the championship game against the florida gators um Holy crap, that was a long time ago. What, yeah, when that was, was that? Like 2007, maybe?
1: Wait, Ohio's... Ohio Ohio
0: State.
1: Yeah, that was the year that Tebow won the Heisman. That would have been 07. Holy no, cra- that would have been 06,
0: even. 06?
1: So like I was maybe like, January of 2007.
0: So I was That's like 5th, 6th grade, 7th grade. I don't remember. Anyways, <laughs> I was just sort of really starting to follow sports outside of you know your immediate i guess teams um and i just remember watching that game and ted ginn i think it was returned the kickoff and is like doing his crazy dance in the end zone and ends up getting hurt and then they go on to get blown out and i just remember thinking yep that's what you get for being an idiot and i've just never liked them ever since because of that attitude that just sort ted of was ginn ruined me. them for you Yeah, well, it wasn't just him, but like the whole team was like dancing with him in the end zone. I was like,
1: "That's a Jim Trestle team for you!" Exactly, exactly. (laughs) That's what happens when you give thugs money, just like Kansas basketball. Yep. So you got LaGerald Vic kicking women in the jaw and playing for the team, and you got Josh Jackson vandalizing the car and playing on the team.
0: Uh, (sighs) You go over to Duke and you get. Grayson Allen kicking
1: people and tripping. Thinking I mean, he's Draymond Green. If he a,
0: gets into the he's NBA, punk
1: ass bitch,
0: he's going to be Draymond Green
1: 2.0. I want to see him match up against Draymond Green. I want to see. I, I They're both cannot stand Draymond. <laughs> I can't stand Draymond, but I would just love to see that little shit Grayson Allen get <laughs> kicked by Draymond.
0: They're both going to end up on the floor trying to kick each other.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember when I played basketball at five years old.
0: <laughs> steal the ball from me i'm gonna trip you as you go down the floor <laughs> yup take that one yeah.
1: take that kid <laughs> yeah
0: refs don't call anything in this league
1: <laughs> nba or five-year-old, five-year-old, five-year-old
0: basketball five-year-old basketball i think both,
1: <laughs> both. Yeah. both. oh man yeah so, so that's, that's... who do you have who do you have winning in the final four we got south carolina gonzaga so i guess let's start there oh, i didn't even see what the spread is
0: I'm i sure haven't either to,
1: that, to be honest i'm kind of curious
0: i'm just gonna be honest i am not in love with either of these teams um how
1: can you hate on gonzaga well no how can you not like gonzaga let me rephrase that
0: <sighs> okay What I mean by not in love with either of these teams, let me rephrase sort of that sentence. What I mean by that is that neither one of these teams jumps out to me as a clear favorite for any obvious reasons. I thought South Carolina really struggled with Florida more than people initially thought. And I thought that for all the hype surrounding South Carolina's defense, that it wasn't really as good as I thought it was going to be. And I think teams can still score on that. So when you look at that against a Gonzaga who can put up points in a hurry, it lends me to believe that maybe Gonzaga has the upper hand. Now, the flip side of that is Gonzaga struggled to put away Northwestern. They didn't put away West Virginia. And then they come out of nowhere and blow out Xavier. So I have no idea what to think when this team is playing in front of 100,000 people in Arizona
1: well, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. It's just all about matchups. I mean, that's all it is.
0: But I don't know if South Carolina has a defense to stop Gonzaga. I don't know if they do. But on the flip I don't know side, if
1: Gonzaga has the defense to stop South Carolina.
0: Exactly. And on the flip side, I don't know if Gonzaga's offense is going to be dependable enough to score enough points to beat South Carolina. So it's one of those things where I'm not in love with either of these teams, and I don't think either one of these teams whoever gets to the national championship game is going to win that game. I think it's. I think our winner of the national championship is going to come out of the other side because I think those two teams are the two scariest teams left. Let's oh, just put I'd agree that. that Let's uh, just put I looked it, that it up.
1: Gonzaga a six and a half point favorite. So who would you take in that
0: uh, um, spread? I'd have to take Gonzaga simply because I think they're the better team and South Carolina really depends on defense. Sometimes the offense looks stagnant. It looks like it just sort of gets into a funk. Um, because of that, I take Gonzaga and I take, you know, the, with the six and a half points favorite, I take Gonzaga in, in that one.
1: I personally think it'll be decided by five points or less. That's my opinion.
0: I mean, it's going to be an interesting game either way. I just, I think Like stuff, you said,
1: either way, I, the <laughs> the winner of UNC Oregon is going to be represented in, well, is going to win the championship. Absolutely.
0: Without a doubt, hands down. And I think that matchup's more intriguing because you have two teams that are more high powered, um, kind of offense sort of teams. I thought UNC showed really well against Kentucky um, and played that team pretty tough. That was probably their biggest test. Oregon blowing out Kansas was pr- really impressive. Um, so both teams have the firepower, of the offense to get past teams. Um, to score a lot of points. I think it's going to be a very fast-paced game up and down the court. Um, a lot of high-powered offense, I think, in that one, which is why I don't really think either one of the other two teams, South Carolina or Gonzaga, whoever gets there, is really going to have a shot. Uh, the game might stay relatively close, but it's one of those things where the score, final score is going to look closer than the actual game flow dictated, you know, control-wise.
1: Well, that is just going to be decided by who can catch fire quickly. I mean, that's all it's going to be. It's not going to be a grinded-out kind of game. It's going to be whoever's going to hit their shots from the get-go and catch on really quick. Yeah. I mean, that's why Oregon beat Kansas, because they were able to start hitting their shots from the getting, jumped out to, I think, as much as like a 26-point lead, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Then... I mean, no one but Mason was doing anything. I mean, nobody was doing anything for Kansas. Yeah. And it was it was fun for me to watch. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs>
0: and that's that's how yes. it goes. That's how it goes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a one and done thing. You gotta you gotta run the table. There's no loss or and you you know can stay in in some shape or way. You gotta run the table. You gotta be hot. You have to have multiple guys ready to go and and on top of things every single game and. That's what it comes down to,
1: you know. Jordan Bell, though. Jordan Bell is a freaking animal. What did he finish with, eight or nine blocks? He yeah. had 11 I points, think it was, I think it was 13 nine. rebounds, and nine blocks. Yeah.
0: I think it was nine. I'd have to check to it, see for it sure. Was, it was eight. It was, was eight?
1: eight. Yeah. I mean, 11 points, 13 rebounds, eight blocks, and he still had four assists. So I almost had a triple just double with a block. Yes, <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. Oh crap. I don't think, I don't think North Carolina is going to be nearly as vulnerable. Actually, I know they're not going to be nearly as vulnerable in the paint. But, I mean, he's definitely someone to watch out for. But he might be targeted now. Yeah. Just yeah. because of what he did.
0: Well, see, the thing that's interesting is here they've had several days off, you know, back to class, back to practice, kind of getting ready for these teams you can game plan, which makes it kind of fun, you know, that you're going to be able to target guys like that and figure out a way maybe you want to try to go about stopping them or controlling them when they get to be in the paint like that, you know, um, come up with an offensive scheme that sort of takes him out of the paint or or removes him from being in supreme defensive position to really wreak havoc on your scorers. I mean, that's that's kind of why Kansas just couldn't get anything going. You know, when you're going to the paint, you're getting blocked every other possession. That's going to scare you from driving. And if you stop driving and just jack up threes, you're going to have a very stagnant offense. So it just goes both ways
1: really there. I just don't think Oregon's going to be able to stop that twin tower combo of Isaiah Hicks and Kennedy Meeks. I just don't think there's any way you could contain both of them and Jackson at the same time.
0: Yeah, yeah. But again, like we've said before, I think this game is essentially your national championship game. This is going to be who is going to end up Winning, maybe we're off with that, but I just don't see. I'm not impressed by South Carolina. I'm not impressed by Gonzaga, and I really think if UNC comes out of this, UNC is going to win the national championship. If Oregon comes out, Oregon's going to win. It's it's just kind of I might how give it
1: is. Some love.
0: Who do you Come think? On. Which team do you think Gonzaga could actually beat
1: realistically? I think Gonzaga could. I think Gonzaga could beat either team. To be honest. I mean obviously it's an NCAA tournament, any team That's can true. anyone at any given time, but I mean, I wouldn't be going heavily against Gonzaga if they're playing against either of those teams. Obviously the tradition would favor them against Oregon, but I could see them winning against either of those teams in the national championship.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's possible, but again, I think it's one of those things where I just don't see them being able to keep up with the offense of either of these teams, or just the explosiveness, big playability. I just, I don't see it.
1: You just gotta force them to adapt to your own game play. I don't and know if you that's can what do they, that. The, I mean, they've been doing it all year. They've got everyone else to slow down.
0: Yeah, as, but everything's going to hinge I'll on be that. Rooting,
1: I'll be rooting for Gonzaga, though, so I could be slightly biased because they got a Mizzou transfer, Jonathan Williams. Yes, <laughs> I'm a Missouri the truth fan. Because, out. <laughs>
0: what?
1: God, Mark Few's been there for a long-ass time and hasn't gotten anything, so I'll be rooting for Mark Few. I hate North Carolina. <laughs> I do like it when Here comes the, truth. the Kansas fans <laughs> get pissed off that Roy Williams wins, though, so that's always a plus. <laughs> but oh, I'll root for my old Mizzou guy. And, yes, I'm a Notre Dame and a Missouri fan. I can like two teams. So I know you were going to say something smart. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm. I'm from Missouri. I'm a Missouri fan. I'm a Mick. I'm an Irish fan. That's how it goes.
0: Now, here's the question Is it possible to be a Michigan and an Ohio State fan?
1: No. No. Is it possible to be a Missouri and a Kansas fan? Is it possible to be a Notre Dame and a USC fan? No. No.
0: <laughs> but hypothetically. No. Could there's, there's no hypothetical. No. Jesus.
1: That's called being a basketball fan. <laughs> uh or a sports fan. Either I
0: should one. say. Alright, so at the end of this, who's your national champion? Oh you got four teams to pick from. You got a twenty five percent chance.
1: Do I though? No.
0: No. With your picking you probably have like a five percent chance.
1: Yeah, there's nobody left in my bracket. <laughs> I had Villanova, Arizona, Iowa State. That was a bold pick and Kentucky. I don't
0: How'd Iowa State do for you? No comment. Pretty good, right?
1: <laughs> they lost to Purdue. Well,
0: uh, who picked that loss?
1: Uh probably you. <laughs> yep. That's great. That's <laughs> I wish I could say something to back myself up here, but I mean you've got a better bracket than me and you still got your national right. champion. Your favorite team is in the Final Four. (laughs) I don't have. uh, You know what? You know what? Michael Porter Jr. That's what I got. I'm throwing that out there.
0: (laughs) Don't even get me started on that stupidity.
1: Stupidity? (laughs) All right. Before we get into this, I'll take North Carolina as much as I (laughs) want to. And we already know you're taking North Carolina. Now, I would like for you to go into great detail about the stupidity, quote-unquote, regarding Michael Porter Jr. So I would like to hear this. Go for it.
0: All right. Michael Porter Jr.
1: That's his name. He's Googling Michael Porter Jr. as we speak. Yes, folks.
0: I am. Okay, I'm sorry. This was not the guy I was thinking of. <laughs> I am very <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I was wondering why you reacted so strongly. I was like, huh? What are you talking about?
1: Who are you thinking of? Um. You
0: don't even... Gosh, I could have sworn it was Michael Jr., <laughs> But it really wasn't. Who, who are you possibly thinking of? Here?
1: Um.
0: That's a great question. I can see his picture in my mind, but I just cannot think it, of the name.
1: It's a missouri related guy. No, it's not. So that's what I was getting at. It's not. I, I don't know what it, you got. You lost me, man.
0: I'm sorry. I,
1: I was ready for you to say something bad about Michael Porter Jr. Oh, you
0: know who it was? Derek the, Walton
1: Jr. Derek Walton Jr. Michigan?
0: His stupid step back three.
1: Down one. Why does that piss you off so much?
0: Why? That was a terrible shot. You're down one. Why would you shoot a step back three?
1: I thought you were only a Michigan basketball or football fan.
0: Well, I picked Michigan to go...
1: It's all about the bracket for you. It's
0: all about the bracket
1: for me. It's all about the bracket for you. I don't care about my bracket. I'd rather watch some good games <laughs> at the end of the day. Yes, the but day. that's
0: part of it. Why would you shoot a step back three down one? We're on the flip side. Who Who's the other team that was stupid? Was it Villanova?
1: Um, there's a lot of stupid teams this March, buddy.
0: But somebody else... In the same spot. I don't think it was Villanova because they didn't get that far. They well, ended thanks. up losing that was my
1: national champion. Yeah, bad pick. I mean, I don't I mean I don't care about brackets.
0: Oh, it was Xavier, Arizona, I think. Arizona drives down the court, dribbles around at the three point line, jacks up a three with two guys in front of him, gets blocked, game over.
1: One that bothered me was Wichita State and Kentucky. They they threw up two three-pointers at the end there, and both of them got stuffed because they were just waiting around for it to take down so they could chuck something up.
0: This It's stupid. And then I they've got like that. four guys up at the three-point line, and they're all like standing within five feet of each other, and it's like, oh, wow, now he's double teamed. Wow, I guess we can't do anything about it. What great offense we have. I'm so glad we've run this play. Coach draws it up for us, and we do it in practice all the time just this way. Like, why, why not, would you do that? You're not irritated
1: that? or anything, are you?
0: No, not at all. all I right, just I think just it's stupid. Like, if you're a coach in that situation, you would think at a college level you could draw up a
1: play or set the a play. The best coaches survive in March.
0: You could set up a play like six months earlier be like, hey, guys, if we're down by two, we're running this play. It's only <laughs> if we're down by two. Like
1: What about Vandy Northwestern?
0: Oh, that, uh, my gosh.
1: I just, I mean, I just that is feel the coach's so... fault. That's the coach's fault. Yeah, but In still, but you feel bad. I felt bad because... for the guy.
0: Yeah. Like, it's so blatantly time,
1: obvious. I mean, they had a chance to win it, and that that shot was just crap, too.
0: Yeah. But as a coach, you have to know the situation. You can't go out there and Well, he his... was.
1: you saw him. He was looking to the sideline, asking coach what to do, and he just kind of they they kept eye contact and that was that
0: yeah yeah i don't i don't know i i just think as a coach in that situation you can't let like the crowd and the emotions get you know cloud your judgment i understand you want what's best for your team but like that was just uh, i don't know it's just almost like too much you've got to know when to back off and sort of you know tone it down and Yeah you want to rip into the refs But you don't want to do it in such a way That you just end up screwing your own team over
1: The egos are flaring man
0: It's just stupid The
1: egos are flaring
0: And now they're sitting at home watching this game Going to class Eating pizza and hot dogs And getting fat Because they just couldn't keep their egos out of the way Wow (laughs) That hit close to home (laughs) <laughs> more so for for the coach like you know the coach if you're a coach you get to come back year after year right most um, times if
1: you're good if you're good i think i think you spoil the north carolina
2: fans take that for granted
0: well okay
1: yeah
0: if you're a coach and you get fired you go find another job you're getting paid millions of dollars anyways
1: um sure kids where are we going with this
0: for a lot of the kids it's like they only get to participate in some of these things only once or twice like why if you're a coach and you just coach poorly you're just screwing up these kids futures aren't you
1: well if you coach poorly then you're not a good coach well yeah you you screwed up that kid's future per se but not not like you're intentionally screwing them
0: no, but at the same time, like, you would think you could keep better check of your ego or better check of just your emotions in that situation. And maybe it's just because I'm just a little bit more level-headed and just kind of, like, there are certain things that don't phase me. But, like, in that situation, you've got to have the bigger picture in mind if you're a coach on the sideline.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah? No?
0: Yes? No?
1: Yeah. I-, I mean, I'll give you that.
0: I mean, it's just, like, the... It, the coaches. I'm
1: more worried about the players' egos because that really gets in the way more often than the coach does. Yeah,
0: that's very true as my well. My experience. And maybe that's why they just stand around at a three-point line and jack up some contested three that gets blocked. I mean, I can't tell you how many threes at the buzzer have gotten blocked to end games in this tournament. It feels like almost every game at the end, the ones that are close, we seem to see one or two of them that just end up getting blocked. It's because they don't run plays. It's just isolation dribble. Do they get this Uh, from the NBA?
1: uh, Yes, because that's what all the best players are doing. They all think that they're Steph Curry.
0: Hmm. Lonzo Ball and whatever his dad's name is. Don't be hating on
1: Lonzo. LeVar. LeVar. (laughs) I I like Lonzo. Lonzo's Lonzo's a good good kid. He's a good kid. He's a good kid, but his dad's just a total dickhead.
0: LeVarney, yeah, he's not even worth our time. Uh
1: -uh. Uh-oh. Not even worth it. No, I'm not even going to talk about that. (laughs) But I kind of do want to talk about the MVP race in the NBA because you did promise me that we'd talk about that.
0: All right, let's go for it.
1: You promised. Who you got? Uh, I got to go with Russ. I mean, the guy's averaging a triple-double. I don't think... I don't really see... You can make arguments for different guys, I guess, but I just don't see it personally. I don't know. Final answer is Russ. Um,
0: That was very convincing.
1: No, I just want to hear yours so I can argue. (laughs) I mean, I'm not... That was so convincing. I'm telling you... Listen, (laughs) I'm telling you straight up who I've got. I'm going to the point... And I want to hear what you have to say so then we can get a nice little back and forth going. And I'm not going to be Panda and talk for 10 minutes while Bragan's dozing off. And then he's like, oh, what do you have to say? Um, Sorry, I only heard the first two minutes in the last 13 seconds. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that to you, Panda, because you don't know what it's like because I'm actually nice about it. And you just keep going on and on like –
0: like you just this. go
1: off track. <laughs> you go off track for like three minutes in the middle and don't even know what you're talking about. You completely lose me. And then it just keeps going on and on and on. And then it's done. Like, um, what do I talk about? Oh, nothing.
0: Oh, that's good.
1: Yeah, it's I'm, great.
0: I'm glad you expressed
1: your feelings. Oh, well, I am expressing my feelings.
0: I think this How is a good, healthy say. conversation.
1: Well. <laughs> That's what our therapist wanted (laughs) us to do. That's what I'm doing.
0: Well, I think uh, a couple weeks ago, I would have given it to Kawhi Leonard. Um, I feel like his his stats over the last couple weeks have sort of tapered off. Um, Just not the same production when you hold him up against some of the other guys in the league that you would want. I think he's probably, we both agree, one of the best two-way players in the league, if not the best. I think he's the best two-way player. League, yeah he, he probably is although to me his stat line is not it just fails in comparison when you look at russell westbrook it, it just
1: i just don't know if he's the most if he's the most valuable player exactly. to his team in the entire league and that's what exactly is really kind of getting my uh, exactly. attention and you know what hurts him
0: he's in san antonio now that's not popsist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's that's a non-flashy. Do what you're supposed to do, get the job done, get the W, and get off the court. You know, like
1: I, I love it. I love it. That's but awesome. But you're not gonna win an MVP.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, so, obviously
1: it's happened, but it has.
0: Just... But this year with other guys where they are, it's just it's not gonna happen. So if I had to pick somebody to sort of match up against Westbrook, I think the one other guy who may have a shot would be James Harden for me um, just because of his productions point-wise, his field goal percentage, um, just kind of everything together with him. He's the other guy that if you look at him and you say, okay, we take him off the Rockets, what does this team look like? And I know that's not well, always fair compare. to do. Not always let's fair compare. to do. But-
1: if you take James Harden off the Rockets, where do you think the Rockets are?
0: Um, I think they're bad. I don't think I mean, they, I don't think
1: they cracked the playoffs. I feel like they're top 10 in the West
0: still, even without and him.
1: like, yeah, I, I think there's,
0: he's averaging over 11 assists a game.
1: Yeah, I get that. I'm just saying you take him out and you throw in
0: and 30 points, just
1: any, any run of the mill guy. I, I don't. Think I mean, the top points ten. are obviously going to come from somewhere. Still, so I think that they're top ten in the West.
0: I mean, it's it's possible, but I would give them less than that. Who else is in the West? I mean, the L.A. Lakers are garbage.
1: The West um, is—they're just not that great. This Dallas isn't. I'm, yeah, I'm thinking true. more along lines of that's this true. year.
0: I guess I'm sort of I'm sort of still stuck in the West is usually the powerhouse, and this year it sort of switched. That the
1: East... I mean, you got the third best team in the West, in the Rockets. You're not just going to be a number one overall pick team when you take out the best player. Yeah,
0: I but I I'm, I... I'm
1: recognizing I st- that it's their best player and their biggest playmaker, but you're not going to turn into just a bottom feeder all of a sudden by taking them no, out. No,
0: and I don't think that's where they would, but I think top ten in the West is a little bit strong. I would probably have them somewhere... Um, not guaranteed top 10, but I'd have them somewhere between nine and 12. If you take James Harden off, I, I don't, I think I,
1: they're bad. I think they're fighting for, a, they're fighting for a this year. Yes.
0: Spot. Yeah. You're probably right this year. They probably are. They probably That's are. What I'm
1: basing it off of this year because you can't predict what's going to happen down the line. I mean, they still got mm-hmm. Eric Gore and Lou. Lew- I mean, their guard plays good. Yeah. Yeah. They got yeah, Eric Gordon.
0: But you also gotta look at um Lou Williams. Didn't he just come over from the Lakers? So mm-hmm. you'd have to sort of factor in Is
1: Beverly back? Is that a thing again? I don't know. Patrick Beverly back? I mean, a healthy Beverly you got in there, you got those three guys. Ryan Anderson's solid. They just don't have a true uh, they don't have a true five man.
0: Yeah. They but a lot Nene. of teams don't anymore. They have Nene. Yeah, a lot of teams don't always have a true five man. I out mean, there.
1: listen to the what the starting lineup would probably be. They'd have Beverly, Eric Gordon, Lou Williams, Ryan Anderson. Well, probably not. They'd have Lou Williams coming off the bench. Aresa at the three. Ryan wow. Anderson at the four, and either Nene or Capella at the five. I think that's definitely an eight seed.
0: Yeah. Maybe.
1: Maybe you're not, you're giving, right. you're not giving him enough credit. He's maybe not right. he's not the Jordan. I
0: maybe mean, you're right.
1: I and still think on they the flip struggle. side. They'd struggle. Yeah. But on the flip side, take it out take Russ out of Oklahoma City. Where are they at?
0: They're terrible. Terrible. Honestly, I'm surprised they're making the playoffs this year.
1: Me too, and they've still got a shot to win the division. They're only I think three games, two and a half or three games outside of Utah. So they still got a shot at winning this division. Yeah. I mean they're awful without him. They're not great right now, but they've got him. That's the thing. You got Oladipo playing with him. Taj's been hurt. I mean everyone else has pretty much been hurt. Cantor's okay. I mean, no one else is no one else is even worthy of being a starter on that team besides Oladipo and Steven Adams. I forgot to mention Adams. Yeah, I and Gibson's been hurt all year.
0: Yeah. Well, it's one of those things where I think you could make a case for several guys. Um, I think Russell Westbrook will probably win just because of what he's doing historically with the triple doubles. I'd be shocked if he didn't. But one thing I'm I'm honestly I'm really intrigued by this is just how much Steph Curry has fallen out of this conversation.
2: He's not even the best
1: player on his team this year.
0: Exactly.
1: Even I mean with a healthy Durant, he's like the third best player on his team this year.
0: Exactly. And it's sort of incredible to me that Steph Curry goes from being a unanimous MVP to not even in the discussion, or even remotely a possibility on the outlier.
1: Well, everybody was so quick to jump the gun and say how he was the, all of a sudden the best player in the world, and he's now the man. And no. He's the He's, he's so the best.
0: one-sided.
1: It's disgusting. He had, he had two he doesn't
0: do anything great else. years.
1: He had two it. great years, no doubt. Absolutely. And then and then he just he doesn't do what he's done in years prior. I mean, some of that's come from just because KD's around.
0: Maybe, but, but the field goal percentage hitting, doesn't.
1: Oh, no, no. Last year, he hit over 50% of his shots, had shot about 45% from three. This year, he's only shooting 40% from three, hitting about 46 overall. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even he's throwing up about two less shots per game and averaging five points fewer.
0: I mean, it's one of those things to me that just kind of displays how one-sided Curry has been. And and it's... Well,
1: even the stats don't really tell it all either, is a right. thing. If you actually watch a Warriors game, he's not the biggest factor.
0: He's not. He's not even close.
1: I mean, you could even throw Draymond over him half yeah. the games at this half, point. Exactly. Just because of his defense when he's not kicking people in the junk.
0: Yeah, pretty much. But it's one of those things that when you just sort of look at just where he was and now where he is, like, <laughs> he had two incredible seasons, no doubt. I'll give him that. Um, mm-hmm. They were amazing seasons, MVP worthy, fine. But, How do you drop this far off the table in the discussions? It just goes to show, I think, how one-sided he is, and when you how inconsistent the three-point shot is. Look around the NBA. Russ Russell Westbrook is not jacking up threes, three after three after three, and winning it MVP in that way. You know, it
2: doesn't happen very often.
0: Kawhi Leonard, while when he can does, shoot the big. outside shot.
2: You think Pop would let Kawhi shoot from three?
0: Not often.
2: Ten times a game? No. Hell no.
0: Um, No. I mean, if you even want to throw LeBron James in this discussion, LeBron James sucks at shooting threes. He's up this year a little bit from where he's been in the past, but he does not live and die by the three. And then you could even throw James Harden in this discussion. James He's Harden, a hell of a three-point shooter. He is, but his numbers are crap from three.
2: I mean... It just has to come naturally.
0: Yeah, it does. But like
2: when when the guys in the NBA are shooting threes, they just kind of force it up whenever they feel like it. They'll pass up on open looks, and then when they're double teamed, they decide they're going to throw some crap up.
0: Pretty much. That's what I've seen. You want to take a guess at what James Harden's three-point percentage is? Uh, 34. 35%. 35. You're right on. You want to know, that is the lowest of his career since his second year in the league with Oklahoma City. Wow. He's (laughs) averaging nine three-pointers a game, and he's only making about three. Like that's sort of incredible, and yet he's still in the MVP discussion. But, anyways, back to kind of what we were talking about. While you can live and die with it, the three. I don't think the three
2: ball is not as... consistently. Yeah, I don't not think. Year out.
0: I don't think the three ball is as big of an issue for the NBA as everybody makes it out to be. I don't think it's consistent enough, and I don't think you can shoot it consistently enough in the game to make
2: it an issue problem with Steph too is he just turned into just a cocky egotistical prick
0: yeah
2: you know before he was just he was the good guy You know, he was the one that was taking out LeBron and everybody loved him and right. all that and then he just got really cocky started talking smack and now he's starting to turn to the bad guy and people are starting to root for LeBron again
0: and I'm not so sure it was completely him. I think part of it was Clay Thompson um, last year. Um, part of it, it is Draymond. Uh, a lot of it is Draymond, yeah, which a is lot causing. Of it, let's
2: go, Draymond. I'd say outside of Curry himself, if we're just talking about his supporting cast, I'd say Durant has the biggest impact on that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But I think Draymond is one of the most hated players in the NBA right now. Like if you were to walk up to random people on the street and say, "Who's the most hated in NBA? Who do you hate the most in the NBA?" I think Draymond is probably one of the first names out of people's mouths.
2: I put KD up there too, just because of what he did this yeah. last season.
0: Yeah, he's probably up there too. He's up there too. But if you're talking about basketball personalities, I mean, did you see that story that just came out recently where the Warriors were upset that the Thunder didn't do more to appreciate Durant when they came back? Yeah, that's... That's garbage. Yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine that? I'm upset that you did not recognize our star player for all he did while he was with your team.
2: Because he went out like a jackass. That's why.
0: Could you imagine if Cleveland, the first time LeBron came back with Miami, did a tribute to LeBron James? What would happen?
2: Oh, he got booed so bad.
0: It would be like, if if the Cavs did that again, it would be like LeBron James burning jerseys after he signed with the Heat 2.0, except they'd be burning the seats in the stadium. I mean, that would be complete chaos. How would you do that and expect to sell tickets or expect to keep
1: a fan base?
0: You know? Like, that would be stupid. Why would you expect that?
1: You know what I've found really pisses off the Oklahoma City fans here in Kansas? Is uh, I decided the other day I was going to do a social experiment and wear a Kevin Durant jersey around, out and about. Right? It's just kind of calculating how many times I'd get flipped off or pulled over. I, I'm I'm still calculating the information, but I'm gonna have to get back to you on it. I'm adding everything up. It you'd be impressed.
0: <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's it's one of those things where it's like I, the warriors are turning into that team where everybody hates them and everybody why wouldn't roots, you why wouldn't you everybody roots against them there are other teams in the nba that are not like that you look at the spurs they do everything right they stay off the radar they don't make news
1: stories most people don't root for or against them. Exactly. birds are just kind of like, "Yep, they're good." And that's that's I, how you want it them, to be,
0: you that's know. That's that's how you kind of want it to be. Honestly, you don't want to be making headlines every 3 days and then players got to talk about this and that and what coach said and what this guy said and
1: too I mean, much it's... media attention for everybody. Yeah. But I, I can't...
0: I mean, the Warriors, it's just... The crying and complaining is just so annoying.
1: That's That pretty much sums them up.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I hope they go out in the first round. Oklahoma City takes them out in the second round. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, wishful thinking, maybe. maybe. Somebody, will, somebody will take them out. As long as we... I'm going to root for... the my seeds to take them out celtics are going to beat them because the celtics are going to get the number one seed in the east
0: i'll, I'll give you that i think how's they the will?
1: joke job going for you guys
0: ah not so good <laughs> not so good
1: you don't have any rant for me do you i do
0: i i have lots of rant i have lots oh, of
1: rant really i'm i'm surprised Never did you, you guys...
0: hear we have a new defensive scheme in cleveland I have not heard this. It's called the statue. <laughs> uh, it's everybody stands there, and then once somebody drives down the middle of the lane and scores a layup, everybody turns to each other with their hands like kind of held out like, why didn't you guard him? And then they stand there for about two seconds, and then somebody gets the ball, takes it out, and we dribble it down.
1: That's, you know they're allowing 107 points a game? Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yep, they've got. I, I want to say is the second or th- no, third worst in the East. Obviously the Nets are in there, and the Knicks was the other one.
0: Uh, Philadelphia is worse.
1: Are th- are the sixth in there? So yeah. they're they're still third fourth worst. worst in the East in defense. I think that's beautiful.
0: Yep, well, we're tied with actually Washington.
1: Huh. We're so you're worst. still fourth worst though. So
0: we're still fourth
1: worst. Yeah, but but we're tied they're they're bad too so we don't feel as bad okay
0: yeah we i uh, this goes back to why i do not believe that the three point shot will ruin the nba because the inside game is still too important and will always be important to have some sort of big guy to come off your bench at least you don't have to well, start in the
1: mid-range game you've got well it's okay. not a thing anymore.
0: It's not a thing anymore.
1: It's sad because it's, it could be such an automatic shot. You still got Dirk going at it and showing how great it is. Timmy Duncan's gone now. I'm just it, – it's disappointing that you yeah. don't see mid-range anymore because yeah. it's all either you're going – you're driving or you're popping a tray.
0: Yeah. That's but all it is. It, that's all it's become. But at the same time, that driving is never going to disappear from the game. It's not going to turn into a let's shoot sixty threes and see how many points we can score. That will never happen. You're going to need a big guy that can actually defend. Tristan Thompson is probably one of the worst inside defenders I have ever seen.
1: I mean I watched that was him. supposed to be something that they were praising him about when he came out.
0: And and don't get me wrong, this guy hustles, he works hard, he will grab you rebounds that he should never grab, he will get fouls that he should never get, he has fixed his free throw and is actually putting the time in the gym, unlike LeBron James, who's shooting below 70% for who knows why he's getting paid too much money to shoot 68% from the floor, like come on, get out there, shoot some free throws, you've got nothing else to do. That's his job, right? This is his job to play basketball. It's his,
1: it's his team. Too. It's his
0: team. You would you would think he could at least hit seventy percent of his free throws. You would think that. I coach fifth and sixth grade boys who shoot better than him at free throws and more consistently. This wow, is ridiculous. You're gonna compare LeBron to a sixth no? It's grade ridiculous. Boy. He's shooting sixty-seven percent from the free throw line. I mean, why would
2: it's tragic?
0: Why would you and you want? Goodness, come on! Playoffs? Can you imagine if he's hitting only six out of ten free throws? What that'll do for scoring points? You're not gonna be able
1: to. Well, then of he them. goes and he's complaining, saying that they have it so hard because of all the injuries, and that's why they're losing. him. just bitching about that now too.
0: It's not even that. It's he's not. looking. He's he's just looking for excuses and and i honestly i sincerely hope that they do what they've done every other year and flip the switch come playoff time and become a different team but i honestly i highly doubt he that he always
1: he always does
0: he does but i don't know if the rest of the team this year is going to be able to do that
1: when I, it comes to playing against the east and getting to the finals he can carry them through that but if the rest I mean, is... They're going to go to the finals again.
0: No, not necessarily.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: I think there are several teams in the East at the current stage of where the Cavs are that could beat Cleveland you in can't, seven You can't.
2: Series. You can't. No. 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 Yes. You cannot talk about the current <laughs> state of the Cavs as opposed to the current state of the competition. Because... You know just as well as I do that LeBron is completely different in the playoffs. Absolutely, but the defense is is not going to
0: change. The defense is not going to change.
2: It's yes, it will. It's going to change. Same as offense will. You don't think the team leader can get everyone else to to start playing D or to get them more involved in the offense? I'd
0: love. I mean, it's all a change
2: reaction. It's all a change reaction. He doesn't care right now.
0: I'd love to see him do it because it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's not even watchable. And the biggest problem that Cavs have and the teams that I think they're going to struggle with are the teams that can push the ball and run the ball up and down the floor. Who say, you know what, we're not going to play defense either. We're just going to run you into oblivion. They struggle against those teams. The drive and kick, the drive down the middle of the lane, they just cannot match up well against them. I don't know what it is but it's just like it's just a complete lack of all-around understanding and it might be because of how many new pieces they have I have no idea but whoever's running the defense has either made it too complicated or this is all some rouge just to make everybody else feel good Like, hey, well, you' making let's me just feel go good screw around with our defense and see how bad we can do tonight
2: I bet <laughs> you we the could give up, feel damn good
0: uh, I bet you we could give up 20 points or 23s tonight And we could probably turn the ball over 15 times and give up 20 fast break points. Yeah. Let's see how this goes tonight, guys. (laughs) Then let's go read the comment boards on the internet and see how many trolls we attract. I don't know. I'm just...
2: (laughs) They're playing unwatchable basketball. It's the NBA. It's unwatchable basketball to begin with, buddy. Yeah, Sorry to burst true. your bubble. That's <laughs> true. Sorry. That's not true. really.
0: But when the Denver Nuggets blow you out, that's pretty bad.
1: Yes, it is. That and was... they just lost by 26 last night, too.
0: They lost their game in the first quarter. That was funny. Yeah. I'm telling you. It's that deep. Oh, no, it was 20,
1: 29 points. I apologize. Yeah. They lost by 29.
0: Guess how many points we scored? Uh, 74 total mm-hmm. guess how many threes we shot
1: Um, too many
0: 26 guess how many,
1: how many we made I'm gonna say 6
0: 4 <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know that's not good
0: no that's a concern because that's their offense that's their offense that's the problem You can't fix shooting threes if they're not going in.
1: So as a Celtics fan, I should be excited because we're going to the finals.
0: As a Celtics fan, you should be greatly enthused that your chances have gone up tenfold. And then you should also pray and hope that whoever we get in the first round or two gives us a beating and we limp in there not wanting anything to do with playing defense.
1: Hey, I'll play you four times at home.
0: Mhm. It's
1: all about that one seat. Um, We're going to wrap things up here, guys. Panda, do you have any closing thoughts, anything you want to say to our listeners?
0: Well, just keep in mind that our um, ESPN Bracket Challenge tournament is still going on. Obviously, you cannot join anymore. Um, that window has long since passed almost two weeks ago. Um, but we are still, um, going to give away prizes to the top three winners. So keep an eye on that. If you joined our bracket and make sure that you're, um, just aware of where you are, because, um, we will try to connect with whoever won, but again, it's going to be very difficult for us to do this if we don't know, um, if we don't know who you are. So you may have to reach out to us too and make sure that you are connecting with us so that we can get you your prize. So that's just my final thoughts. Thank you to everybody who participated. I think we had over 30 people, if I'm not mistaken, um, sign up and participate. So that was a great turnout. and, And we really appreciate everybody who played and we hope you had fun.
1: Yeah, make sure you guys give us a follow on all of our social media pages. Uh, we'll have our links posted in the bio to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Of course, subscribe to us here on YouTube. We're going to be posting a lot more, I promise. We just had a tough time lately getting our shit together. But it's going to be better now, I promise. So, yeah, thanks for listening, guys can't wait to hear what you have to say about it
0: all right thank you everybody for listening we hope you guys have a wonderful evening and a great day